Have you ever experienced something so crippling in your life that has made you feel broken? I have. Are you someone who has a giving heart but is struggling to feel good themselves? Are you consistently putting your needs aside to take care of everyone else? If so, you're not alone. Giving starts with giving to yourself so that you are able to give of yourself to other people. Isn't it time you took back control and discovered what makes you tick? Join me in my journey and find out how you can feel better about yourself, live your best life, and share that with others. Thinking of yourself, it doesn't make you selfish. It makes you brave. I'm Nelia, and this is the Giving Starts With You podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Giving Starts With You podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. His name is Daniel Gomez. Daniel is an award-winning keynote speaker and an executive confident coach. Welcome, Daniel, to the show. How are you? Hello, Nelia. Man, I'm excited. I'm so honored to be on your show. I'm like, wow, I'm on a superstar show, baby. Boom! (laughs) (laughs) So nice to have you here. I'm so glad that you could join us. You're going to be teaching me a lot today. I appreciate your time. No, I'm excited. I tell you, I've been looking forward. I've I've had it on my calendar all week, and we did have a big (laughs) event here this past weekend, so it was kind of like a uh, a calm down week to where I, the last week of the month, I just close all my books, right? I, I do my accounts receivables, accounts payables, and today's the last day of the month, so I, I close all my financials today, and it's like, so I've been taking it easy, looking forward to to your podcast, just to really spend some quality time with you and add some value to your to your listeners. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. So where are you, um, where are you from? Well, I live in San Antonio, Texas. I live over here in Texas and no, not everybody has a cow and a horse. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it, it, it's nice out here. I love it. I was born and raised in San Antonio. And as a matter of fact, um, the Lord just blessed me and my wife with a beautiful new house. We moved in here actually two weeks ago. So just imagine closing on one house and buying another house and closing on that house. It's, it's pretty awesome. And I know... It's, uh, it's surreal a little bit, but what I want to tell you is that I know your show is called, it's about giving, but you know, one thing that we, that we don't realize is sometimes we overgive and we don't know how to receive. Mm, so true. Because I'm a big giver. I love to bless people. And I say this humbly, right? Because there's always a block that happens within ourselves that we sabotage ourselves at that next level of success people don't know how to receive it most of the time why do you think that is i so agree with you but do you have any insight as to why you think that we do that yes because we don't feel worthy mm. and and it's something amazing that happens because like i said i i love to give i love to bless people i'm 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 one of the i don't say that arrogantly but um but there's something that that happens when when people try to give to people we're not open to receiving and it's funny that we're talking about this because this morning actually i sent out a, a quote of the day and it was talking about if someone wants to pay for your lunch receive it if someone wants to bless you with a gift receive it if someone wants to hold the door receive it and most of the time this is what people respond with and they don't even realize it. it's just a block for themselves it's oh i got it don't worry about it i got it mm. and what you're really doing is you're rejecting 
you're rejecting the blessing that somebody wants to give you. It's almost like we don't want people to be put out. You know, we don't want to be made um, the center of attention, but we don't realize that it's coming from a place of love, right? Well, like for instance, myself, mm -hmm. it's, it's, we all have this internal thermostat that we live by. So you figure just the way a house has a, you know, most of our houses, I think right now during the summertime, our thermostats are set at 75 degrees because they want it to be a certain cool temperature. But when we're comfortable there, but as soon as that temperature goes to say 78, 79, we get uncomfortable and right away we want to adjust the, the thermostat back to where it was because it's out of our comfort zone. And that's the same way with our lives. As soon as our life goes higher, right? It's more success comes to us, more a higher level of blessing comes our way and we feel unworthy Nadia, Nadia, and we don't know how to receive it, Nadia, right? We don't know how to receive it. So in return, we sabotage ourselves and we're like, no, I'm good enough. I don't need it. No, thank you, but I'm okay, right? So we don't receive it with an open heart. And in return, that's why a lot of these businesses, a lot of entrepreneurs, their businesses don't grow because they don't know how to receive it. That's so true. I love your analogy with the thermostat. It's really easy to understand. Um, it's tough because it's a fine line, I guess, depending on... You know, like when I when I was growing up, I was taught to focus more on other people and, and not focus so much on myself. So I guess that's part of it, too. You know, it's, it depends what we're what we're used to and our family background. But I think you're so right. I think it's important because if you don't give yourself that validation, who's going to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself? Right. Yeah. But this is what we don't realize, though. It, it's it's. It's crap that's deep down inside ourselves that nobody sees until you're ready for it. Because mm. I've been pretty successful just in my career. And I, I say that by the grace of God, right? Because when I ran multi-million dollar organizations, I made six figures all the time. I made a lot of money. But the thing is that I was comfortable making that. I was okay with that. And the moment you start going to that next level, that's why most people don't become multimillionaires because they, they can't, they don't believe they deserve it. They can't, they can't handle it. They don't have, they don't have the capacity to believe it for themselves to receive it. Yes. Does that make sense? And, and, and people say, Oh yes. People say, well, that's not true. That way it is. Cause think about this. Think about all the people that win the lottery and they have the money, right? But they don't have the capacity to handle that type of financial blessing. They don't have the capacity. They don't have the mindset, much less, the they don't have the mindset to 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 handle that that amount of money, and that's why it's it's a proven fact that nine out of ten millionaires that win the lottery they're worse off two or three years later because they don't they don't know how to handle that blessing, and most people don't know how to receive that either, and that's what happens is they they get that one million, five million, ten million, whatever it is, mm -hmm. and it sabotages them because they they ended up just really like not knowing how to respond to situations and they think because the money's gonna make them happy and better. And it money does help. I love I'm a big believer that I'm a big believer in wealth, but don't don't get me wrong. But if you don't know how to handle it, you're not gonna be able to receive it. And it's almost like they don't feel like they deserve that lottery. So they try it's too good to be true. So they try to do everything, you know, sporadically without thinking in case somebody takes it away from them, right? You hit you you said the magical word right there. Say that again. It's too good to be true. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. So, and, and that's, that's the worst question you can, you can tell yourself. That's the worst statement you can say. Cause as soon as you say that, you sabotage yourself. 
So Daniel, tell us a little bit about why you became a speaker. Like, what's the story behind that? What is it that you want to convey? Well, I want to touch base on what you said real quick, though, if you don't mind. Yes. You said a statement, it's too good to be true. So when you make that statement, subconsciously, you're telling your mind, okay, it's time to go back to the temperature that we belong in. And you start to sabotage yourself by either arguing with your spouse or arguing with your kids, or you end up doing something that is not to your favor because when things are going right in your life and you, and you're, you have more positive energy that's coming into your life and you've never had that amount of positive energy, you're going to do everything in your power without even realizing it subconsciously to bring your temperature back down, to get back to your comfort zone. So when somebody says, this is too good, this is too good to be true, right? Or man, this is a dream. What's going to go wrong now? You ever heard anybody say that? Yes, yes. Right? They, they say, they say this, is, this, is, this is surreal. What, what's going to go wrong? What's going to happen, right? This, this can't be happening. And then people, like, they sabotage themselves when they do that. Yep, it's like any time now, something's going to drop. Yes, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. so, so, so this is, a, I want, I, I want, this is where I want your audience to get a pen and paper and write this down. This is an affirmation that has changed my life, Nelia. It's changed my life. And it's, it, it's, it's, it's pretty simple, but it's powerful. And when you reprogram your mindset to receive this, it's I am expanding my capacity to receive more positive energy in my life. Mm, I love that. I am expanding my capacity to receive more positive energy in my life. And when you receive that positive energy, yeah, that positive energy is money. It's promotion. It's increase. It's relationships friendships it's everything that comes into your life and when you start telling yourself that and, and you say it intentionally every single day when you wake up and every single day when you go to bed i am expanding my capacity to receive more positive energy in my life and then you and then and then i just want to that too i am receiving all the good in my life now i am receiving all the good in my life now and these are affirmations, Nelia, that I tell myself every day. And let me tell you, they've been part of what's been successful, right? There's a lot more steps to it, but that's a good starting point to help your audience. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Because our self-worth, it really needs to be improved. <laughs> yeah, it does. And, and to go back to your question, what made me want to be a speaker? It wasn't planned. My wife was diagnosed with breast cancer three years ago. And when I got the phone call from her at work, it's like I had that deer in the headlight look. Because like I mentioned before, and I say this because we, finances, money, we were well off. Our house was paid off. We were doing well. And when she said, honey, I was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer, it's like, oh, shit. Like, money can't solve this problem, right? There's, there's so many things that money can do. But to save your wife from stage three breast cancer, there's no guarantees. And I realized at that moment, when my wife got depressed after having her double mastectomy in 2017, that I needed to take care of her because I resigned from my job because she was depressed. And as I was home and, and my pace of life went from going 100 miles an hour to 50, I had time to really reflect and self-assess who I had become and even though I had a lot of material wealth, 
financial wealth, my relationships needed a lot of help. And I, mm. I didn't like the person in the mirror. It's, it's incredible how there's moments in our life that just change the way our life, like just the trajectory of our life becomes so different. There's these big moments that really, they change who we are, you know? Yeah. And they define us. And it's, we need to learn to listen to those moments when they happen. And unfortunately, they're usually difficult and challenging things, as, as you're explaining with your wife. It's not usually a great moment that kind of hits you, you know, those ones come, but the ones that really, really impact you are the ones that are so difficult and you're concerned about someone that you love or someone you love is sick. And like you said, you, money, you know, money cannot solve this problem. I would buy my kids the latest iPhone, you know, my kids had new cars and we were well off, but I didn't realize that my kids just wanted a dad sometimes. Not, not a dad to, tell them what to do, but just a dad, to, not to be friends, of course, but just to hang out and have a dad and daughter relationship and a dad and son relationship. And when I realized that there was a moment when my, a couple of months after my wife had her double mastectomy, my son, we were just hanging out and he was, dad, you know what? I really love hanging out with you now. And he said the word now. So me, the <laughs> jokester, I was like, well, what? You didn't like hanging out with me before? And he teared up and he said, you know, dad, no, because you weren't nice a lot of times. Oh. oh, it takes the people we love to set us straight sometimes, doesn't it? Yes. And during that transition, I was actually, you know, I was, I resigned from, from, from my job. I was in the car business for almost two decades. And I really didn't want to go back because I knew that there was something that had happened to me. I started reading, I hadn't read books that at that point for a while and I really dove into um, reading and just as I read it, my mind expanded and I was receiving and I said, I felt like God said in my heart, I want you to be a motivational speaker. And of course, you tell your wife who just had a double, <laughs> a double mastectomy yeah. that I'm gonna be a motivational speaker. She's like, what? Are you crazy? <laughs> so, so, so this is for the people right now, we're going through a hard season for many of us whatever, however you want to call this COVID season or Corona, I want you to stop seeing it as a, as a bad season. Corona is producing opportunities. You got to say that to yourself. Yes, it is. Corona yes. is producing opportunities. Corona is bringing blessings, right? You have to start saying that because if it wasn't for, 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 for the COVID season, we wouldn't have had the Daniel Gomez Inspire Show. We wouldn't have had the Sticker Shock Speaking Academy. These things wouldn't have happened. And these have been two of my most biggest successes, both just personally in business and monetarily. And it's because I embrace the fact that this is a saying that I say, right? This is a saying that I say, Nelly. I say, and God puts this in my heart. I declare this over my family and myself. I say, we are of God's economy, not of the world's. I say, I am of God's economy, not of the world's. And, and I say this because right now, the same way when my wife was diagnosed with, with double, with, double uh, with breast cancer, we could have felt sorry for ourselves. We could have said, why us? Why me? Why is this happening to us? Because right now, there's many of us that are saying that. And you got to stop playing the victim mentality and say, okay, ask yourself this question. What, and this is what we asked ourselves when my wife was going through her breast cancer. What can we learn from this? What can we learn from this season in our life? And right now, the people that are complaining and feeling sorry for themselves. No, this is a time to rise up. 
and really challenge yourself to say, okay, what have I been wanting to do that I've been putting off? This is a, this is your time. Now is your time to shine. This is your time. Yes. And it's a time to really just stand on your feet and put your shoulders back and have your back straight and know that and tell yourself, I can do this. And those dreams that you have suppressed, those dreams that you have put on the back burner because other people said you weren't good enough or other people said you were crazy. Why do you want to do something like that? Or maybe at the time you had a good paying job and you were comfortable, but now you lost that job. Good. And I can say that because I left a six-figure job, a high-paying six-figure job when I started my business. And believe me, I wasn't making nearly of what I was making in the beginning. And now I surpassed that by the grace of God. You know, I hear that a lot. I hear people have to start completely over and they give up these wonderful jobs, you know, to start something that they really, really want to do. Take advantage of the fact that people are, there's more people home now than ever before. You know, like I started my podcast too. And I'm thinking there's a lot more listeners. Like this is the time to create an opportunity. You're, you're absolutely correct. And it's scary sometimes, you know, but the more you do it, the more you're going to be able to receive, the more your self-worth is going to go up. And there's such a big difference between being conceited and being confident. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a confidence is a boldness, right? You can have a confidence, you can have a boldness and you got to have both confidence and boldness go together because you have to be courageous. I believe you got to be like that lion roaring and like that, that lion in the jungle He's confident that he, hey, I'm the king of the jungle and he doesn't have to do anything. But the moment mm-hmm. he roars, everybody has his attention. And that's a sign of a confident leader. That's a sign of a confident person. And sometimes the best leaders are the most silent. They only roar when they need to. That's true. And as long as you're lifting people up with you and not putting them down, then you're doing it the right way. Yes. So right now I want to encourage your audience to, to know that Things might not be lining up the way you thought it was going to be for 2020, but I want to tell your audience this. When you take your focus off of yourself and you ask yourself, who can I bless today? Who can I give to? Who can I pour in today? Maybe you're saying, Daniel, I don't have money. You don't need money. All it takes is a phone call to call and encourage somebody. All it takes is a text message to send to some people. All it takes is being present. And maybe it's a friend that's going through something and just listening to them. Mm-hmm. But because when I learned that when you get out of your own way, when because it's not about me, it's not about you, Nelly, it's about the people that we serve. And a good and a good example of that is today, it's funny, right? Because we moved into our new house and you know the AC, I mean the, the, the pool was working perfectly, nothing was wrong with the pool. And all of a sudden, um, I'm like, hey, something's not the pump's not working, right? What happened? And a friend of mine came over and we were walking in the backyard. And I go, dude, it's making a funny noise. Let me go check it out. And before I would have gotten upset. I would have been like, man, what's going on? Like, it, was, it would have been an interruption in my day. But now I say, okay, well, it's messing up. That means maybe God wants me to speak to the guys that are going to come fix it. That's the way I think now, right? Because that's great. There's an opportunity to bless somebody. And it's, it's sure enough, the guy shows up, the pool guy shows up. I'm like, hey, man, are you a Christian? He goes, yeah, I am. <laughs> so cool so we were just there but after he left like i was able to say a prayer with them and pour into him and that's what it's about when when we have these interruptions in our lives it's not by accident it's a reason to get our attention to raise
I want you to focus on this right now, man. Yeah, I want you to focus on this, Daniel. And there's nothing better to give than of yourself. And when you give of yourself, we reap what we sow now. And whatever we pour into other people is going to come back to us. I love that. It's so inspirational. Thank you. It's it's true. You have to be in alignment with yourself. Sometimes we're off balance. We don't have the right priorities. We look at things in such, you know, that, yeah, something doesn't go right. And it's like, oh, you know, instead we need to turn that around and, and just view it completely differently and try to receive something positive from that. Yes. There's, there's opportunity all around us. Like we just had our conference and I was walking around. We had, we had two amazing dinners. And one of the dinners, we're thanking everybody. and We give out certificates. And then I was walking around with a $50 bill, just talking with a $50 bill. And I was just like, yeah. And I was like, you know, sometimes opportunities walking around and we don't see it. And I'm talking about opportunity and, and we don't see it, right? And it's like, and nobody's moving until finally one of the speakers goes, hey, give me that $50 bill. And next thing you know, somebody heard him. And then two people dashed towards me. But it, it took them a second, actually it took them about 15 seconds to capture that, man, he's gonna give us that. And sure enough, when they got there, I blessed them with that $50 bill, but how many times is that $50 bill walking around, around, around us? Because <laughs> there was over 20 people in that dinner room and no one reacted but two people. Hmm. And then we say there's not opportunity around us when in reality opportunity is everywhere. We just don't see it because we're focused on the negative. We're focused on the bad because we're not grateful for what we have. And the moment you realize that you have so much to be grateful for, the moment you realize that you are blessed beyond measure, even though you might be here in America and, and you're one of the poorest people in America, you're still one of the richest people in the world. And we forget that. Yes, Absolutely. All you need to do is go see somebody in a third world or developing country to know that. And we, we take so much for granted. We really do. Yes. And there's, and there's so much to be grateful for. And, 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 and this is the key though, is, is the more gratitude you have in your heart, the more things you show appreciation for, then the world, the universe says, ah, Daniel got it. Nelia got it. Let me give her more. And then this is the beauty of it though. The more we receive, the more we get the more we get to give. But most people, when they receive, they hoard it and they don't give more of it. It's true. It's so important because the feeling you get when you give to someone is always, always 10 times, 100 times, 1,000 times more meaningful than actually, you know, like... <laughs> Does it make sense what I'm saying? Like we have to learn how to receive, but at the same time, when we, when we do give of ourselves to somebody else, we receive tenfold. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because most of the people that I have met in my life that are the richest are the people with the least amount of money. So you're right. Not money cannot fix every problem. Of course we all want to be wealthy, but it won't fix, you know, the fact that your wife got sick. It won't fix the fact that we're not grateful. It won't fix a lot of things. We just have to be rich from the inside out. And I think we, we have to start with ourselves and learning how to receive. And that's tough for a lot of people. Besides the affirmations, do you have any, do you have any advice on how somebody could start doing that a little bit better? Yeah, well, I, I think you just need to start saying yes. I think, when, I think that most people 
and, and, and I see this because I saw this in myself is most people fail in entrepreneurship. They fail in business because they don't ask for help. They don't know how mm -hmm. to and I think like yourself, you started this amazing podcast. You asked for help because you couldn't have done it by yourself because you didn't know how you didn't have the, you didn't have the exactly. because you just didn't know when I started mine, believe me, I have, I was hiring everybody around me. Most people, they don't know how to receive help. And mm -hmm. even great leaders, they don't do it by themselves. They have a great team around you. So you have to learn to ask for help and start re recognizing how can I build this great team around me? How can I surround myself with people that are going to want to go where I want to go? And, and to answer your question, this is the hardest thing that I ever had to do. It's to go to that next level in life. There comes a point where you're going to have to turn your back on your old life. What you tolerate, you will never change. And many of your audience right now has been tolerating the fact that they're still hanging around with people that don't add value to them. They're hanging out with people from high school that maybe still are, are stuck at that state of mind where life sucks and they just hang around with it because that's all they're used to, right? That's what they're, that, that's, that. Absolutely. Nothing kills our dreams like commonality, right? Because it's common to them. And we always rubber band back to what's common to us. So I would say this, really look at the five people you hang around with the most mm -hmm. and say which one of these two add the least amount of value and you push those people to your outer circle. Not that you're going to disassociate with them because not that you're better than them, but you just push right. to the outer circle and, and you bring in new people into your life that are going to add value to help you follow your dreams in your heart that are, that are those givers, that are those people that where you want to go to. And that's what I did. It, it, even though it, it hurt me, many of them were like brothers to me, but now in my inner circle, if you would have told me I have, for multi-millionaires, I would have never believed it. Mm. So transforming, isn't it? When you start to allow things into your world. Yes. The thing is, we don't want to give up the good for the great. And not only that, most of us, we don't want to give up the crappy for the good. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And I love what you said. What you tolerate, you will not change. I haven't heard that before. I really like that. Yeah, what you tolerate, you will never change. Let's face it, though. Um, life without growth is really just boring, too like on all honesty yeah if we remain if we remain the same and we never move forward and we never you know life learning is so important and i do feel that life without growth is just boring too yeah <laughs> like like i had this one guy because you know they come the executive confidence coach the confidence architect and people are like well i'm always confident i'm like well you must have a boring life what do you mean like, well, yeah that means you're not growing if you're not challenging yourself to be a little bit scared, that means there's something wrong with you. Well, no, I just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm confident. I'm like, good. That means you have a false self-confidence. Like everything he was objecting to, I had an answer to it. And he was more upset, right? Because I, I, I was really, yes. I was discerning what he was, his true, his true emotions, his true feelings. I go, no, you're just trying to put up a front. And I, and, and I said, I bet, you, I bet you're the person when you walk into a meeting, you, you want, you're the first one to speak because you want everybody to hear you. Because that, you have an insecurity about yourself. Because that's what most people do when they do that. Mm. And man, he got upset. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. But you hit it right on the note. You know, like, if you're never scared, that means you're not trying new things. Yeah. And, and there was a point in my life, like, when that happened with my wife, I lost my confidence. I really did. Because I was an arrogant, 
confidence. I hated my, I, like when I looked at that, I, I struggled with being that confident person because it wasn't a good confidence. It was an arrogant confidence, which I didn't want that anymore. So there was about right. three or four months where I really struggled. And I was like, God, like, dude, you got to help me. And then that's when he whispered to me, he goes, Daniel, I am your confidence. Oh, yes. Powerful. And when God told me that, it's just like, I didn't know how to walk in that at first until I really started taking my steps with him in that confidence area. But now it's like, you know what? I don't need to drive a Corvette anymore. If I drive a Corvette, it's because I want one. It's not because I want to be flashy anymore. I drive a Ford Fusion and I love it. It's a beautiful car. It, it's what I need, <laughs> right? Exactly. But the old Daniel would have been like, well, you know what? I, what, what what's the biggest and brightest car that I can get? Because when I had my, my black Corvette, it's like I wanted to be noticed because like, hey, I'm successful. But in reality, yeah, I was successful to an extent, but I didn't have the true success that I have now. And now I don't even have the... I don't even have the Corvette. I have a Ford Fusion, but hey, praise God, I got a nice new car. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's funny. Right, it's funny how we. <laughs> it's funny how we we worry about how people perceive us, you know. Yeah. But it's <laughs> it's so not important. It's amazing how how when we grow, we look back. I look back and I'm like, man, I wasn't. <laughs> there was a lot of things that I needed help with back then, but I can look at that and laugh now because. Now, now I have that self-awareness and that self just perception of how I was. And, and that's what most people right now, I want your audience to get this, is that they can change anything in their life if they want to badly. Nothing and nothing is carved in stone. The question is, how bad do they want to change their lives? Yes. Because the worst thing you can do in this season of COVID or Corona is complain and murmur and blame and blaming is the worst one you can do because when you blame you cause strife and strife is a downfall of lies when you start blaming people and pointing fingers you're murmuring you're complaining those three things are going to keep you stuck and in reality you're going to be worse off than when you first started because there's nothing worse in your life that you can do than complain murmur and blame because that's going to keep you where you're at and even worse it's going to take you two or three steps back so ask yourself, yeah. ask yourself, what can I do to learn from this situation? What can I do? To, what, 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 what am I supposed to learn from this situation? And the moment you do that, think about it. When, I, when, when, when this happened, I lost about 10 speaking gigs, which was almost, uh, what was it, like $40,000 in speaking, speaking gigs, like 40000 give or take around there. And I could have felt sorry for myself because I lost $40,000 or I could have embraced it and said, okay, great. What am I going to do now, right? And I, I didn't play that victim. Okay, I lost forty thousand dollars, but I still got to live. I still got to eat. What am I going to do? Let's figure it out. Yeah, it's true. Blame just shows your ugliness. You know, it really does. And we all just need to learn to be confident in our own skin and not have to worry about what others think of us and what others. You know, you can perceive to be a very successful person, but not be flashy, like you were saying. I love everything that you said, actually. I'm just, sorry, I don't mean to be speechless. I'm just trying to. No, no, but it's good. We have, we have, to, have, we have to have these pauses because silence is good. It's okay to be quiet. We talked about that in our speaking academy. Sometimes 
you can be a speaker on stage and talking all the time. You have to have a moment of silence and let the words that you're speaking settle into your audience. They need to receive it. Yeah, I was just trying to, exactly. I was trying to receive that message and I was playing it over in my head. Yes. And so what's next for you? What's next? Well, you know, my, my goal is to really, like I said, by the grace of God, I have one of the top 200 podcasts, the Daniel Goldman Inspire Show in self-improvement. And I really want to hit the top 100. That, that's what I would like to be by the end of the year. And then um, our, st our Sticker Shock Speaking Academy was phenomenal. So we're going to have our Sticker Shock Speaking Academy Elite. And we're just going to take it to a whole new level. And then we're going to really just start, like the house that we have, it's, it's an amazing house. And, and one of my mentees was like, man, we need to have a retreat here. And I'm like, what? I was saying this. I'm like, dude, you're crazy, right? But he came by today and I was like, you know what? You're right. Like, so what I'm really going to start planning is it's like, a, it's, I'm going to call it, I don't have the name yet, but it's going to be called it like a, a day with Daniel Gomez. And um, you're going to come hang out with me and we're going to talk about business. We're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about life and, and all the things that people struggle with to really just elevate your, 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 your business and your life to help you get unstuck in every area. And you're going to come in and hang out with me for a day and a half and we're going to feed you and you're going to take care of everything. And it's really just, we're going to have about four or five people. We don't really have that figured out yet. Probably five. And it's going to be an intimate time where you're, you're just going to be coached and mentored by me and what's helped me to be not just successful as far as in business, but in relationships and my marriage. I've been married to my wife going on, you know, 25 years and, you know, we've been, we've been blessed abundantly, but it's, it's to share that knowledge, to share those success principles with people. So I think that's what's going to be on our agenda. I would like to have that sometime in October. Fantastic. That's fantastic. And be ready to receive people because he's got messages he wants to share with everybody. Yeah. Be ready to receive this message. <laughs> I spoke to one of my speakers today um, and we were talking and, and she's like, I said, so what did you do? What did you learn? From? And she goes, Daniel, she goes, you know what I learned? She goes, man, I, she, she says, you are a groundbreaking person. I said, what are you talking about? She goes, yeah, you're a groundbreaking, you're, you are a groundbreaking person. You orchestrated an event where 25 people from out of state came to San Antonio and I loved it. And I, I wouldn't have done it if you wouldn't have pushed me to do it. And that's what I needed in my life. I needed someone to tell me, come on, let's go. Let's, let's make this happen. And the way she said it, the way she was talking to me, right? She, she was saying, she goes, Daniel, I broke boundaries. You broke boundaries. She goes, prominent people are scared at home, not leaving their house. They're, 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 they're just stuck in a rut right now. But you had this event that you know you are a groundbreaker you, you you're just a groundbreaking person and i didn't see that but it made me feel good because it just shows me the capabilities that we all have yes that's amazing it just takes one yeah. person you know to give us a push right and and we made some amazing memories there was just it was an epic event but just the fact that she told me that she's like damn i took so much away but you know what i'm a and she goes i'm a I, I, I myself am a groundbreaking person she goes i'm no longer she goes, Daniel, you told me I'm not just an author. You told I'm a best-selling author. I'm not just a speaker. I'm a world-class keynote speaker. She goes, and I see that vision now. And just that. It makes it worth it. Yes, it makes it, it worth it. And giving. When you give of yourself, there's enough speaking engagements for everybody. Of course, I want to teach people what I know. I didn't realize. I'll tell you this. I'll be honest with you. I didn't realize I knew as much as I did compared to other people because they were like, wow, like, we would have never known to do all this stuff. I'm like, man, I'm glad God told me to do it because now I see why. Right. But 
but the fact that I gave of myself, I gave all my heart and all my soul for two and a half days, and for her to see herself, not as just a speaker, but a world-class speaker, I gave her that. I poured out. That's priceless. Yeah, I love those moments. That's so great. And and you were able to receive, see? Yes. You gave her something, and you were able to take the compliment, and that's great. And when your audience learns to give without expectations. Mm, yes, yes, that's important. When you, learn, when you learn to give without expecting anything in return, when you give with no strings attached, however you want to say it, mm -hmm. that's where the magic happens. That's where the universe, your creator says, man, Daniel got it. Nelia got it. You know what? I'm going to give her more. I love that, Daniel. Thank you so much for all your wisdom. I'm going to definitely put your links down in the show notes so people can find out how they can go to all of these events. I think this is going to be fantastic. The world is ready for you now. <laughs> inspires so if they google me uh, my, my 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 username on youtube pinterest facebook instagram it's daniel gomez inspires and you'll find me there and then our website is daniel gomez speaker.com that's daniel gomez speaker.com and you could forward slash contact and you can go to the contact button and send me a message i'll be more than glad to give your audience a complimentary 30-minute coaching session and i give to them Oh, and cool. actually, right now, if they go to danielgomezinspires.com, they'll download a free copy of my international best-selling book, You Were Born to Fly. That was danielgomezinspires.com. Um, and they'll just put in their um, name, and they'll get emailed the PDF of my international best-selling book, free of charge, my gift to your audience. Oh, thank you so much. I'd love to read that book myself. That's fantastic. Congratulations. <laughs> Yes, thank you. You were you were very inspiring today, and I, I thank you for bringing the message of of receiving. And oh yeah, we need to do that because we need to love ourselves. We need to be able to take what somebody is giving us and receive it as a gift. It's also very insulting when we don't, right? It's like when we don't accept a blessing from somebody, it can make them feel really bad yeah yeah so thank you for you know it's not something we really think about we think oh if you know no 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 that's okay i don't need it we think we're doing something positive for that person or we're thinking well we're just not having them go to the trouble but in fact we're rejecting them like you said and i never thought of it that way so i appreciate that yeah so how many blessings are you missing because you're not receiving what's in front of you yeah you have your hands closed instead of having your hands open exactly well, thank you so much for taking the time to come on here today. Can't wait to air your episode. <laughs> and I wish no. you, yeah, I wish you all the best. Well, thank you for having me. It was such an honor. I really, I'm grateful. I, I love serving people. And I'm glad I could add some, some wisdom to your audience. And once again, thank you so much, Nadia, for having me here. It's, it's been a true blessing. So thank you. Oh, thank you. And yes, you definitely did add value today. So thank you so much. Awesome. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe or leave a review. See you next week on the Giving Starts With You podcast.